From the creators of Circles of Faith, this is Slices of Life, where friends grow faith, enhance life, and build community together. I'm Kimberly Amici, and today we're talking about life coaching. Did you know that our very own Elise Daly Parker is a life coach? She's here to talk to us today about what life coaching is, what it isn't, and who's it for. I've had the pleasure of working with a life coach over the last year and a half, and it's changed my life in so many unexpected ways. Noelle has been through life coaching as well and agrees that it's amazing. The three of us have gathered here today to talk more about it. But before we get started, let's do what we do every week and ask ourselves an in-your-words question. Ladies, what is the one thing you would like to change about yourself or your lifestyle? Elise, why don't you go first? Okay. Um, I would like to be more efficient. So I'd like to, I have a planner. I have, uh, I'm even part of iBloom, which is a great community that's good for accountability and all that stuff. Um, but I don't utilize that enough. And if I did, I know I'd be more efficient and more productive and even have more time that's, quote, free time because my work uh, day would be, you know, more buttoned up and more um, less sort of, oh, I think I'll get up and get myself a salad or whatever. Because as a freelancer, um, I have a lot of flexible time. And so that's that's what I would like to change and have been working on changing for a while. And I bet you, Kimberly, know that about me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, one thing I would like to desperately change is I would like to be on time for things. Um, I tend to always be running late, always be last minute. It's gotten to the point where sometimes we get into the car when we are on time and my kids are like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry. I'm like, no, 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 we're on time. They're like, what? What do you mean? Like there's such this sense of hurriedness and Mm. getting places late and my kids don't like it. And I'm constantly looking for new strategies to get to where I need to be, what I need to be there. Mm -hmm. And I found a few that works, but um, we're not there yet. (laughs) What about you, Noelle? Um, I would like to not eat my feelings. I'm trying to get down to just... I have a plan that I'm only eating three meals a day with one snack. And the snack's got to be, like, fruit or, like, nuts or something healthy like that. But it's been my quest to lose weight. I am overweight, and um, it's something that I'm working on. So that's something I'd like to change is that, like, when I'm feeling sad that I wouldn't grab a bag of Oreos and eat them all. (laughs) Small victories. Yes. 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 I've certainly gone that route, Noelle. <laughs> I'm happy I'm going to eat. I'm sad I'm going to eat. I'm mad I'm going to eat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm celebrating I should eat. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, all, all the above. All been there. I feel nothing I should eat. <laughs> <laughs> like chorus line. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. I feel nothing. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm going to eat potato chips. (laughs) So we all seem to have these things that we don't like about us, our lifestyle. And sometimes it seems like there's no way to change them. It feels impossible sometimes, but there's hope. Um, Typically, the best way to do it is to seek God. And in addition to that, it's wonderful to have someone come alongside you and help you walk through the changes that you want to make in your life. Someone who will hold you accountable. And that's the experience I've had with a life coach. 
Mm-hmm. So Elise, our yes. resident expert, would you please tell us more about life coaching? Tell us specifically what it is and what it isn't so we can just clarify it for all of our listeners that's never experienced this before. Okay. Well, um, I will just add that I too was inspired to become a certified life coach after having some really good coaching. So, um, in addition to having that thought somewhere in my head for many years, um, I was inspired by my own coach, Carrie Bailey. So, um, what is coaching? Life coaching is really about going from where you are to where you want to be. Because as you said, Kimberly, as we started this discussion, um, most of us have things that we want to change. We, we maybe are very happy in the area of health and fitness, but we're not so happy in the area of productivity or organization. Or maybe we're really happy in um, productivity and organization, but we have some relationship issues. Even with our spouses, because I lo- I do uh, marriage coaching, which I love too. So basically, you're dealing with people who are pretty healthy and pretty happy with where they are, but there are some changes they want to make. And the reason I make that distinction is because, you know, there are times when we really need counseling. We don't we don't need coaching. We don't need somebody to come alongside us. We need somebody who is more knowledgeable and more educated about deeper psychological issues. So. Um, you know, that, that's no, no, coaches are not a substitute for counseling. They're also not mentors. Mentors are people who have been there and done that before you. So they sort of necessarily have to have the same kind of experience that you are looking to gain. So, um, again, let's say I was talking to you, let's say I was a, a productivity, um, expert, I'd be a great person to mentor somebody who's trying to become better at that particular thing. Or even, um, you know, I, I, so as a coach, I feel that I can come alongside almost anybody in any realm who just wants to make a change. Um, really important thing about coaching is that we make a change in one specific area at a time. There's another issue that we all kind of come to the table with. Many of us want to change several things in, you know, maybe one hour, one session, one week. Mm. But in fact, coaching is a process and it's got more to do with questions in some ways, especially in the beginning, than answers. So so my job as a coach is to really hone in on some good questions that gets my client thinking um, either about what they want to change or how they might go about changing or how to take that first step. So I, I really consider a lot of my job to be a question asker, a very good question asker, a very good listener. Um, I really want to pay a lot of attention to what the way my client answers a question, what they're saying, what does that indicate? What does that tell me about them? Some of their frustrations, some of the things that they're happy in. That's another area I want to encourage as a coach. Um, I want to be a cheerleader. I want to really cheer on my clients and say, hey, listen, you may be frustrated about this one area, but you're doing great over here and you need to celebrate that one step that you've taken. Um, I help people set goals and then I also help them to be accountable to those goals. So I do think it's important to uh, kind of set in motion a rhythm where you're meeting regularly, whether it's in person or by Skype or by FaceTime or whatever it is that that you're doing um, so that there is that accountability and there is that relationship. Um, I, How's that? Is, is that giving you a picture of what coaching is? Anything more specific, question-wise? No, I think that's it. 
Okay. I, w- I want to say that one of the areas that I usually start with um, for most of my clients is either a life balance inventory or a values inventory. Usually life balance first because it really helps us hone in on, again, those areas of um, I'm really happy in this area. I'm, I'm feeling like I'm a number 10 in my marriage, but I'm feeling like a number two in my spirituality. I'm not, I'm not getting to my God time or whatever that may be. So that's a great tool that I use to help people figure out where am I feeling um, good, where am I not feeling so good, and how can I make my life more balanced. And then a values inventory is a little deeper than that and really has you think more about what are the things you value most in life, what is most important to you, does your life reflect that, or does your life, if your life doesn't reflect it, how can we make your life reflect those values? You know, again, let's say it's it's family, and yet you're not getting any family time in. How can we make those adjustments? Yeah, d- digging into the values was one of the first things I did. I coached with Carrie Bailey as well, and it was really eye-opening because there were a lot of things in my life that I said were important to me, but then yeah. as I looked at my life and I literally looked at my time, the things I did every day, what I was doing didn't reflect those values. Mm-hmm. And that was very eye-opening for me because I didn't realize that. I yeah. I knew I was busy. I knew I was overwhelmed. I knew I had a ton of stuff on my plate. I didn't know what to let go of. I didn't know what to embrace. But literally, I wasn't living out my values. And so that mm-hmm. was really the start of the journey for me as you're saying it is for most people. Yeah. And that was really, I got really excited at that point when I saw, yeah, these things are important to me. I've been talking about these things for years. Now, how do I make them a part of my life? Right. Exactly. I mean, there's a lot of frustration when we, we have a core understanding of what our values are and we're not, our life is not matching up with that. I just mm-hmm. think, um, and, and, you know, that happens without us really knowing it. It becomes, yeah. It really just life gets busy, and as we've all been moms and and partners in marriage and all that stuff and ministry and writing, whatever it is that we're doing, um, we can really get out of whack, and our life can really feel wrong, like just off. Mm -hmm. And that values inventory, I think, is an excellent tool. I love it. And real quick, can you back up for a second and tell us a little bit more about life coaching in respect to the training that you get? Because I want people to understand that this is not just something you decide one day I'm going to like right. make myself available to people and maybe somebody will tell me what they want to do. <laughs> well, there is a certification process and I went through that process. So I am a life breakthrough coach and I studied through the Life Breakthrough Academy and it is a, I think it's a 12-week class um, that you can take in a group. You can sign up in a group. I actually had a group of women that I did it with, two other women, which was really awesome because we learned a lot from each other. And then we had a teacher, the woman who heads up um, Life Breakthrough Academy, Janet Daughtry. And um, there's a significant um, binder filled with all all the tools that you could hope for and then some and there's absolutely an education. There's a, a process that you go through, and part of the process is um, coaching people and, you know, doing that, uh, learning as we go, reflecting on what we're learning, uh, a lot of dialogue, a lot of connection with our group, 
And um, I would say, and also, uh, you know, reading a few books along the way as well. And I would say um, I felt much more equipped. I mean, I'm a mentoring type person, as we've talked about elsewhere. Um, but I felt much more equipped once I had my um, gone through the process of certification. And there's a big final exam, too. So you have to really know what the answers to a lot of questions that lead you to being a good coach. And you can use your materials to look through that, that information. But again, it's, uh, it, it, it's a timed, once you start, it's a timed exam. So it's all good. And it's uh, challenging and it's worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Noelle, you've been coaching with Elise. Yes. Do you want to tell us about your experience? Yes. I, <laughs> Elise got like a terrified look when I said that. <laughs> So it was around this time last year that I started coaching with Elise. And one of the most helpful things that she coached me through was this idea of changing only one thing at a time. Because there were tons of things I wanted to change. And it was, like, overwhelming me. Elise is like, just one thing at a time. And so we started simple. One thing was... um, the dreaded homework hour that I had to face every day with my two uh. wild children. And one has special needs and the other one has um, a very outspoken opinions on everything. And um, we just weren't getting it done. And also I was taking work phone calls, which was ridiculous. So like Elise and I broke it down. Like what was the goal of homework hour? And it could seem really silly but it was very significant to my day because it happened monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday and if it went really bad then by the time troy came home i was like a crazy Mm. person Mm -hmm. you know like totally unglued and drained and feeling defeated and Mm. so we kind of talked through just some simple simple things i could put into place and one thing was to inform the people uh, who I worked with, my staff, that I'm not taking phone calls between 3 and 5. And if it's an emergency, this is the number they can call. Mm-hmm. And that really that really helped. And that also helped those people to understand my boundaries, and but also gave me that space to just focus on homework. And, you know, I, I did it. You know, this sounds so silly and simple, but I just didn't. I needed a coach to help me see that for the first hour I'd work with Olive, my my daughter, and during that time I'd let my son play with Legos, something you know productive, and then the second hour she could draw or create, and then I'd work with him, and we still we still follow that model even now, mm. and um, it's been very very helpful. Another change I made is that I. I wanted to wake up at 6 a.m., but when Elise and I talked about it, I think 6.30 was a little bit more realistic, <laughs> So, which is helpful because sometimes we we want these changes, and they're not really realistic to our lifestyle, mm-hmm. and a coach mm-hmm. is able to be like, mm, that's not really realistic. <laughs> Try 6.30, work your way to 6, you know, 6 a.m., and that was very helpful as well. And I, I still, you know, am able to get up and get, you know, try to get up a couple minutes for my kids to and start my day. Mm-hmm. Uh, another huge thing I would say with coaching that was very helpful to me was that we were kind of in the middle of a transition, you know, in the beginning of a transition where we were moving back from Northern Ireland to the States. 
And I had a lot of worry and fear wrapped up around that. And, you know, a lot of it was just about the practicalities of the move and what people were going to think and just, you know, how were we going to survive it? And Elise, as a coach, was able to help me kind of identify what I was really concerned about. And what I was concerned about was people being upset that we were leaving. And she gave me some really good advice. She said, don't fill in the blanks, meaning don't fill in what I think people might be feeling about us moving. And a coach is able to kind of look from the outside and say, well, what are you really worried about? Okay, here's here's a new perspective. And if I was really in a dangerous place psychologically, a coach can say, you know what? This is the time where you need to seek counseling. Mm-hmm. And that's really helpful because you know, sometimes you need somebody who's able to even point out to you, this is what you need. And if you're in a regular relationship with a coach, there may come a crisis point. There may come a point where you need to make that step and get some professional counseling. Who better to trust than your coach, in my opinion, who's been journeying with you already? Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of time, a lot of different things that at least helped me with, particularly with writing, huge, you know, if you you know, if you want to accomplish anything, a coach is helpful like accomplishing a dream, you know? And she was the one that said, look, if you want to be a writer, you got to write. Elise introduced me to 31 Days, which is a blogging exercise for writers. And you blog for 31 days straight. And that's when I started blogging my series called The God Who Parties. And it was a wonderful experience for me. I fell back in love with writing. I realized this is what I really want to do. And she just kind of gave me that little kick that I needed to do it. So I highly recommend coach, you know, life coaching. And I certainly would recommend Elise. She's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I can totally relate, Noelle, to you. Some of the things that I worked through with my life coach had to do with time and how I used it. And it really should have been a no-brainer. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, right? Because we're all coming up against this. But she just explained to me how I can write down everything that I need to do in a day and put them into little pockets of time and put no more than five things in your pocket. And so the pocket would be like two, two and a half hours or whatever, depending on how my day worked out. And once I started assigning times of day to the things on my to-do list, I started to have a realistic expectation of what I could do. And then what it did was created dedicated time to do those things. And so I didn't feel like I was always pressured to do it quickly so I could get onto the next thing to get onto the next thing. I knew I had this hour to do these three things and I was able to enjoy them and do them well, which I wasn't able to do before. And so that was kind of like eye-opening, but it was just so such a little tweak. I mean, I guess major, I had a major impact, but it was a little mm-hmm. tweak to assign timing to when I was doing my work. I felt like I had a ton of things on my plate. I was trying to figure out my brand, really. That's what drove me to get a life coach, was trying to figure out what my brand was. So I have this website. I have my blog. I have Circles of Faith. I have the stuff I'm doing creatively. I have the volunteering stuff that I do at school. And you know, I felt like I was a different person everywhere I went, and I just wanted to be one person and be that same person everywhere. And 
again, it was a process which was surprised me the most. I really wanted like a quick fix. I wanted to talk to somebody two or three times and then to tell me who I was. And then I would be like, okay, I'll just do whatever you tell me to do. But that wasn't the case. She really um, helped me discover the common thread in my life and what I was doing. And I was able to tie it all together and be now be one person in every place. So mm. she really helped me realize that I love to use my creativity to help myself and my family and others live a life of intention. And it was kind of there the whole time. I just didn't see it. Mm-hmm. And so it ranged from little practical things that she helped me work out to the big picture of who I wanted to be or who I was but wasn't really presenting myself as or really realizing so I can relate on on all those things that you said, Noelle. I did the value inventory mm-hmm. with Elise, the test. And one of the things that I realized is that I really valued my friendships, but I wasn't really, my life didn't reflect that. Mm. And that was really eye-opening to me. It was the beginning of me searching, you know, what does biblical friendship look like and why I started to write the book. So even that, in the it was a source, it kind of, with the coaching, it opened a door to a project that I feel like God's given me to do. Mm-hmm. So I think, I and mean, we always talk about self-awareness and knowing who you are, and I think that coaching is a practical tool that if you have the ability to access it, there really isn't any reason why anyone shouldn't. You don't have to mm-hmm. wait until you hit rock bottom. It's a great tool to kind of tweak where you are and to go farther than where you are now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that's really a good point, Noel. Um, you know, Kimberly, you said something in the beginning of when you were describing your experience. You know, we tend to go, well, why would I, you know, I shouldn't need a life coach to get some of this stuff going. And I, I shouldn't, you know, I should be here and I'm there. And, and that's frustrating. And I just feel like, you know what? The shoulda, woulda, couldas don't, don't serve us in any way. We do need help, and that's all there is to it. We're made that way. We're made by God to be in community, and and that's part of our you know setup. So I think I think life there's I think life coaching is awesome, and again I've experienced it myself, and really find that it helps with clarity. It helps with stepping back out of our lives, out of the busyness, and sometimes the muck and mire of day to day and getting a new perspective, a fresh perspective. I think it's empowering. Um, it helps us own what it is that we really want to do and what it is that we really want to change. Helps us put in some boundaries that we may not be aware that we're not, um, dealing with. Um, I just, yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's extremely helpful and I'm definitely not just saying that because I am a coach, but that is partially why I became a coach because I believe that, um, coaches are really helpful on, on a lot of levels and, um, and really empowering. And, you know, I really do love to see people living their best lives. And I love, I, as I said, I, I've seen both of you make tremendous changes actually. Um, so I think that's, I think that's exciting and wonderful and something to embrace. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, I I absolutely think this is a tool that I wish I had when I was younger Mm -hmm. because I think I could have avoided a lot of the angst of what I should be doing versus what I, versus 
where I was at that point in my life and what was necessary to live out my values then mm-hmm. uh, definitely helps in the comparison game, embracing yeah. who you are, where you are in life, and making the best life there. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. yeah, just making choices so that you'll end up where you want to be. You know, yeah, I would have yeah. loved someone to come alongside me when I was younger. And what I'm trying to do now is just take the things that I'm learning and these principles that I'm learning and really focus them on my children to be sort of a coach for my children and to coach them through the process. So asking them questions and helping them navigate some things much differently than I did before because I feel like if you're on this journey of development and you have someone to come alongside you, I just think it's so valuable and it's something that if I can work with my kids now as they get older, I think they'll just... It'll just be beneficial to them. So these just the just the experience alone has helped me parent my children better. What I would say, you know, we've talked about this before, and I don't think it can be said enough. Intentional living is a whole different thing than I ever knew. I I, I did not go into my parenting. I did not go into my marriage maybe a little bit, but not quite as much as now, with a lot of intention in mind. And as a result, I felt that my life was very chaotic for many years. And I think, again, that's something that that life coaching can help with, getting to being more intentional, being more intentional so that we are making decisions, that we're choosing things. We always are choosing things, but if we don't do them thoughtfully and mindfully, then we feel like things are happening to us. So again, I think, yeah. I think coaching is great for making decisions about what is it that I'm going to concentrate on? What am I going to put my hand on? And even what isn't, you know, even the, the uh, getting up in the morning time, Noel, that you mentioned, what is it even that I don't really want to do? You know, I think I want to, I think this is a priority, but in fact, not so much. Yeah. So I think it's so helpful. That. One of the things I love about life coaching and what I've experienced with my coach is that I'll bring up something and she'll be able to say, is this, is there a lie that you're believing about this? Meaning that if I come to the table and I'm not able to get things done and I'm explaining to her what my situation is, she's able to differentiate between I'm believing a lie, whether it's something about myself or about my abilities, or if it's a logistical issue, right? So she's, she's been able to address both of those with me. Mm, that's great. So um, being that she is a Christian and has a biblical foundation, she's also able to point me towards scripture. And I'm able to say, yeah, this thing that I, that I don't feel like I'm enough, that's a lie. Okay, what, mm-hmm. what, what is the truth in that situation? And then we're not, you know, she's not a therapist. She's not a psycholo- psychologist. Um, but she's able to walk me through, okay, there's a, there's a spiritual component to this. There's a belief system in place. And mm. then there's the logistics. So take some time to address this issue. And then we're going to tackle the other issue. And so being able to work that hand in hand has been wonderful because a lot of things that have kept me back have been the lies that I believe about myself, my Mm -hmm. capabilities. I 
can't do that because I don't have a background in that or I am not mm. capable of doing that because I've failed before. Well, why have you failed yeah. before? Well, because, and we, we kind of go down that road just enough for us to recognize why things aren't happening in my life. Mm-hmm. We're not mm-hmm. like digging deep in them. That's something that I can do in my own prayer time, but it's something that gets identified, which has yeah. been super helpful. Yeah. Well, and again, you're setting aside a, t- a set. You are setting aside time to look at your life, and that's yeah. part of what it's about. It's just making time to slow down enough to reflect on what's happening. And um, we don't. I, I don't. I don't. I know I don't do that regularly, unless I'm intentional about it. And coaching really yeah. helps you be intentional about it. I will tell you too. You know, in deciding. I remember I have definitely relied on my coach a couple of times when I've felt really sort of panicky about my life. And that's actually when I started with Carrie was um, during the holidays a couple of years ago when I just was in the same place I always get to in the holidays, just kind of crazy. I start to put my head down, you know, put the blinders on and just go forward, ticking off task after task after task. And I had just had it. I didn't want to feel that way about the holidays. So mm. um, I knew I, I, I did a, um, a half hour consultation with her that's, that was free. And I also offered that, by the way. Um, and it really it really made me decide, OK, I want I want to do this. I want to manage my time more. Another area for me that was extremely helpful was um, we were getting close to, we were, we were deciding too long about will we move or will we not move? And one of the things that Carrie really spoke to me and helped me speak about clearly and get, um, you know, make a decision on was our financial picture, quite frankly. It's like, okay, you're living in this house. It really costs too much for your finances. You either have to move out of the house or you have to get more work. It's kind of simple. Mm-hmm. You either move out of the house so you change your finances um, or you get more work. Um, those are sort of your two options. You could cut back on a few things, but but basically I'd, I'd said that we'd already done that and that our costs were huge in terms of our, our housing and everything. So, again, that, that reflection on what I was putting out there in terms of our situation was really helpful. We started planning to move. I think coaching, too, confirms what you may be already thinking, you know, mm-hmm. and having someone who's not necessarily related to you or is your best friend say, yeah, maybe it's time to move, you know, is like, okay, I'm not taking crazy pills, mm-hmm. you know, right. it sort of helps you get an objective opinion from someone or a perspective from someone who has been journeying with you. And that I think is the mm-hmm. key with coaching Yeah, is if you journey with this person, they We'll start to recognize your patterns, the way you're designed and your purpose, and they're able to kind of show you, okay, remember this, this mm-hmm. is about this about you, remember mm-hmm. these desires that you have. It's so helpful. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, when I first started with Carrie, I was talking with her once a week and we did that for a little while and then we scaled back to once every other week and then we scaled back to once a month. And 
I probably have her sticking around way longer than some people have their coach stick around. Um, but I've enjoyed the relationship and now I kind of, you know, maybe every other month when I just need to kind of reset and say, am I still on track? Or when I'm going through a transition, just to check back mm-hmm. and be like, this is where I'm at. And she's able to say, okay, so these things are were important to you. How, how are we doing on these? And like yeah. you said, to be yeah. able to have someone who's not your best friend, um, but who's someone who's invested in you and your and mm-hmm. your relationship, and they're able to look from the outside and yeah. give you their opinion. It's so so helpful. Yeah, mm. definitely. So Elise and Noel. So you knew each other before you started life coaching together. Yes, we did. Has that been okay? I mean, I know you guys because of the distance and because of um, you know not in each other's everyday lives. Maybe that's wasn't an issue. How was that? Was that? Tell me a little bit about your history, the both of you. <laughs> <laughs> What's your history? Let's hear uh-huh. it. Well, I think Elise has known me for a very long time. Yes. I can't even. I don't know. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, my children were definitely like ten, twelve. Would you say? Yeah. So that would be fifteen years ago. Yeah. Yeah, fifteen years. Do you think that was so, a hindrance, or was it just that it worked for you guys? I didn't think it was a hindrance. Um, I didn't think it was a hindrance. Elisa, do you think it was a hindrance? Not at all. I think, I think first of all, we didn't know each other in that context. Right. And um, I think, you know, I'm, a, I'm able to be object, objective enough to stand back and, and still do what I do as a coach. I've, I've coached people who have been very close to me, um, and... Honestly, I don't, I don't think it's a problem. I think it can be a help because you know enough about these people, uh, that you've got some foundation. But again, if you're, if you're professional, then you can step back and, and think objectively and, and still ask the right questions. Um, yeah, you might have, it's funny because you might have a little knowledge. Again, I'm thinking of people that I've coached who are even closer to me than Noelle, um, and who I've seen more recently on a more ongoing basis, but um, I can still that that knowledge can help me. I as, as a coach, it helps me. I know who this person is, and so um, I might learn lots of new things. But I I do think for the most part, I can step back enough to say to help objectively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd well, agree with that. I I do love at least when we get together and you're like, okay, I'm going to put my coach hat on because what I'm hearing now, and I I <laughs> absolutely appreciate it because. I do feel like that I want relationships in my life that will make me become better, that will help me along my journey. And I hope I do that to other people as well. Not every relationship has that kind of depth, but I can certainly um, take encouragement and some course correction from you when you say, okay, now. I'm going to ask you a few life coach questions. (laughs) So I definitely appreciate it um, because I don't coach with you, but you are a huge part of my life. And so it's, it's awesome that you have that kind of those skills because it only enhances the relationship. And I just feel like when I had Elise as my coach, it's been very helpful for me to coach other people. There's definitely people in my world that I, you know, coach on a regular basis, usually people who are a little bit younger than me, but learning kind of how she has sort of helped me, I totally steal from her and use mm-hmm. the same 
the same tactics on others mm-hmm. and it works. So, you know, it makes you a better leader. Absolutely. Honestly. Yeah, I think no matter what we do, it's great to learn how to ask questions, to listen better, mm. and to ask questions, no matter what. I mean, you know, again, Kimberly, I've certainly, you've certainly spoken into my life as well um, in the roles that we've played together with Circles of Faith and stuff, and um, we regularly run things by each other, you know, um, that have to do with objectivity and a partner in whatever you're doing. So, mm. um yeah, and and Noelle, you're in very much of a position now with your work. Yes. <laughs> yeah, with uh, with hospice, where you 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 want to be listening and asking questions that help people be mindful and intentional. I would imagine, right? Yeah, all I, that's all I do. <laughs> listen and ask. Listen mm-hmm. and ask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. So, Elise, why don't you? Give us a shameless plug about your life yes. coaching, where we can find you, what you offer, and how people get started. Yes. Okay. Um, so you can find me at elisedanleyparker.com and contact me through my website there. Um, I will offer and am happy to offer a half-hour free consultation through which we kind of talk about what are the things that are most um most at the top of mind, I guess I would say, and how can we maybe work together to change some of those things, and what would be my recommendation for coaching? Um, let's see what else. Did you want? To, you know, I, I can do. I do have some packages. So, sort of like the um, somebody who wants to take it slow can do one session at a time. Somebody who has some goals in mind that really wants to work towards those goals in the next month we can work on that kind of a schedule. So there's packages and, um, each session is 45 minutes and in person and Skype on Skype. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, you can, we can do it over the phone. We can do it in person. We can do it by Skype. We can do it by FaceTime. And in fact, I would say most of my clients at this point are over some sort of media. So I love being with people in person. And also, as I've said, um, I really enjoy marriage coaching. So again, I think, you know, if a marriage is in crisis, I'm not your person. But if really you want to learn tools to make your marriage as good as it can be, that's something that I've got a lot of education in, (laughs) Um, in my own marriage. And I've done a lot of training. And so that informs my um, couples coaching. So, yeah. I would love to hear from you and I'd love to help you navigate this wild and crazy and wonderful life as a coach. Well, guys, that's it for this episode. What you've heard here today can be found in the show notes. If you subscribe to the newsletter at circlesoffaith.org, you'll get the show notes, additional content, and resources delivered right to your inbox. We'd love to hear what you guys have to say about life coaching. Have you ever experienced it? Are you interested in being a life coach? We can talk about that in our Facebook community group. Subscribe to us on iTunes so you never miss an episode. And while you're there, rate and review the show because your comments go a long way in helping others find us. 